0: Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know. The J Ten Initiative. We're recording, now. here we go. Oh, darn it, I was there. We're back, baby. We're Head about Catholic stuff Podcast at
1: gmail.com <laughs> Hey everyone. The um, uh, Father John was in Rome last week and I was in Chicago. Chicago. Mundeline. Mundeline, yeah. We uh back from Rome, off retreat,
0: looking good. Folks, let me say a couple things. Number one. Number Don't one. send me salsa and expect it to actually get to me. I heard from my friends, the Langhalls. They sent salsa to the podcast, and guess who ate it? That guy. What? Yeah, you're eating my salsa. Oh, Cassie? Yeah, Cassie, Cassie. and Jared. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Did you at
0: least write her a thank you? That was my salsa. What
1: do you mean it was your salsa? Said Did to it the have podcast? your name on it? Did it have your name on it? Andrea just gave me a bunch of salsa. Andrea... She's compromised. She's Italian. And I I actually thought that that was, uh, I thought that Josh Mayer left that. Yeah, right. But no, that salsa. I'd like to say, Cassie and Jared, thank you for the salsa.
0: These are friends of mine who live in New Mexico.
1: Yeah, and just so you know, Father Brian Larkin said that that was the best salsa he's ever eaten. Yeah, and he owes me. Yeah, green chili salsa. All right, so when you guys do your retreat in New Mexico, I expect. I'm not going on that one. Anyways. You're so cool. You know what, Cassie, that that was really nice of you. But, uh, Andrea, I think... Listen, if you want to talk about that, if you want to talk about that... Um, so, I was cleaning out... I was cleaning out a number of uh, old boxes, and I found a bunch of notes from uh, from the podcast that were left behind by Father Michael O'Loughlin. Oh, shocker. Exactly. So, that's what we're going to blame it on. Yeah. Well, there are things that are reemerging
0: that I'm super excited to see. Number one is that... Epic picture of Bill Murray dressed as Napoleon, exactly, which I gifted to you in the Cabrini days. That yes. was on the wall. In oh the yeah, Cabrini. I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen that in and I don't five know, years. I don't remember who gave that to us, but a guy uh, named Chris. What was his name? I he didn't give it. I had to buy it off him. But I I bought it for you. for some Oh, occasion. it's brilliant.
1: And look where I've portioned it. I have a Ponto G- Crowder. No, yeah, oh, it's the Christ the Teacher. Oh. Christ the teacher and then uh Bill Murray. Who made this and the uh the I, loon? I, I we don't no know. Yeah, and maybe it's on the bottom.
0: Who scratched whose name is that at the bottom? I, f- I found these this, letters. I think Sanit made this. I don't think so. Are you sure about that? Uh, she made me a mug that kind of looks like this loon. Yeah, I don't know, man. But you know what? We're back, baby. We're back no, and I thought, uh it's I good to be wild with you ones. Here, man, let me look. Yeah. Things just reemerge oh, in see. this house.
1: I need to set this up. Uh we still have our Domestic Church Supply Company. (laughs) Father Leopold celebrates Mass, not Divine Liturgy. (laughs) I found two T-shirts from the Water Boys. The Water Um, Boys. Water Boys. They sent us some. Well, Um, thanks for sending all these things. I found uh, one uh, Loon salt and pepper shaker. Nice. uh, But the pepper one was already broken. Um, I found our uh, what are those things? Bots called Battle Bots. Battle Bots. Battle Bots. Those are probably from Mark Gallick that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and then I found our coasters. Who's the, who's
0: the dancing mouse? Is that?
1: Gershevsky.
0: Uh. Yep. <laughs> Linda. Yeah, thank Linda. You.
1: Yep. I um, love that you just mouthed Gershevsky. Linda Gershevsky. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I found our. I was so happy when I found yeah, these the uh, nice, uh, dinosaur coasters. What I, were these for again? Somebody somebody sent them in on the podcast. I love them. So all the random crap is coming out. And back. if you look, I found uh, Catholic our stuff Catholic glasses. stuff glasses.
0: We are uh, so grateful to find all this random stuff. And you know what? This is what's so important. It's like nothing is lost in Schloss Goebbels. It just yeah. finds its way into nooks and crannies and then reemerges five, ten years later.
1: I found that, uh, that Lord of the Rings poster. <laughs> I, it was so great. I'm where so where did you find all this stuff? Uh, in that back storage area. Uh, yeah, I the, was going the, through the Hannibal Lecter room. Exactly. Yeah, Exactly. Well,
0: I, uh, I have to say... So tell them what you did while you were in Rome. I defended a dissertation successfully. Yep. Yeah. It was great. So I'll tell you a funny story about that. There was one professor. I was extremely nervous that she was going to be on the board. Her name is Carla Rossi. No joke. Not Carlo. Carla Rossi. Not Carlo. Middle name, Sangria. Sangria. So I was a bit nervous because, let's just say, she and I had a rough uh, oral exam and... She kind of uh, did not like uh, the fact that my Italian is horrible, as anybody knows. Joe McGill's laughing in the background right now, right? And so I was like, so when she walked into the room for the defense, I was like, oh no, it's over. Yep, Carla, Carla, You're killing me, Carla,
1: Carla, Carla.
0: So guess what? Carla is the sweetest thing. She just she's just pouring out with oh, compliments.
1: Well, the sweetest thing. Oh yeah,
0: it was a lot sweetest
1: of that. God up
0: ahead so a panel of five professors my boy maspero was on it right my director de who's like the kindest man ever and then two others one of whom was a basically incomprehensible spaniard who i know because i had him in class who was speaking italian quotes quote um and he was speaking forever and uh usterman is translating everything into my mom's ear, and my mom turns him at one point she goes is he still pontificating and he goes yeah, he is, you know, cuz he was just going in circles cuz yeah. that's how Italians work, right? Yeah. And so I gave a presentation and then they all five spoke for about an hour and I took notes, some were in Italian, some was in English and then I was able to respond. And then they stepped out of the room. and they came back in and then the 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 moment my dad said he loved the most, they just walked up to me and they put the doctoral garbs on me.
1: Nice. And
0: they stood and they read my marks. <laughs> And I made the oath of fidelity very poorly in Italian. Yeah. Um, and then that was it. And then we, and then we partied.
1: At what point did you jump off of the uh, staircase onto the flag and then drop it down? And then it was like right. And one of those
0: crazy looking. I played Mario Kart recently. We got to talk, man. I got annihilated <clears throat> by seminary. I can... <laughs> Mario. I was playing Mario Kart with those guys last week, and they were like, why do you keep choosing Mario? And I was like, you don't understand. Mario. I've been designated that way. Jiggly puff. So yep. it was a great week. and it you was know a great what? week. It was a great week. Everything about it, it was one of the best weeks of my life. We had masses at all my favorite churches. Ate yeah. all his favorite pasta. Ate all my favorite pastas. All red and all the two, places. Including two Carbonaras at Abruzzi. Whoa. Back to back? No. That would have, have been pretty sweet. That would have been pretty sweet, but... There's a song by Punch Brothers called Julep. Do you know that song? No. They say, they say, heaven is a julep on the porch. and Amen to that. And I'm like, no, heaven is uh, an Aperol spritz on the Borgo Pio. There was a moment after the uh, sure. Newman canonization where I'm sitting there. I got my dad on my left. The fact that my dad was even there. True. Like, let's just be honest. The guy walked about 80 miles that week, estimated. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. It was an incredible week. Sitting there having an Aperol spritz. Brian Mathay completely converted to the spritz. To the spritz, right? Everybody Brian was loving Mathay it. enjoying a nice <laughs> spritz in the Porgo Pio. He, uh, he's still
1: working on his uh, Dan Rather. Is that what that was about? No, he's just a hater. He is a hater. I told he him He needs that. to work on his hater. Yeah, he's, he's got that down, right? Yep, he's good at that.
0: So we had a lot of spritz. We had a lot of good times. Went to a CC. It was a great week. We missed you. But you're yeah. the father of a big family, like I said do you. Yeah. And I missed my sister and my brother, too. But they, you know, not everybody could make it. But those who did.
1: But th- you're not. But you're not th- te- th- those about to rock. You're not technically a doctor yet. So, Fata docta. I'm not. And guess what I was Dr. told Pata. yesterday. Um, what? John Paul
0: II. You don't get new business cards? What? I have STD behind my name now. Well, yeah. That's unfortunate. Goebbels love this, right? So, the the letters. Right. The, he got an STD in Italy. In the Latin, it's, you know, uh, sacred theology doctorate, STD, very unfortunate. Yeah, STI, it's STI, I think, is the language now, though, right? Oh, do they say that? Well, yeah, that's the difference now. But So I have an STD. It happened. I'm not proud of it, you know. hmm No, it's, it's good. So, uh, But what I found John out Paul yesterday II was John what? Paul II... Did his doctorate and never published it, so he never technically got the doctorate. Ah, maybe. Until he was made Pope, and then somebody rushed it through, and the Angelicum apologized. garrigou Lagrange shut him down. Garrigou,
1: They shut him, shut him down?
0: Yep. Shut did him he really? Down. Yeah, shut him down. So, oh, John Paul, really? I hope it doesn't
1: end that way, you know. So, it was good. Tragic news for the Vatican today, it's, uh, Pope's doctorate was rejected by a very stumpy and frumpy Dominican by the name of Garrigou. But, but the word or should it
0: be Garagru. The word of the trip, which is important for you because mm-hmm. when the mullet takes its next incarnation La
1: Abondanza.
0: The abondanza. When the when the mullet re It's like um what? did you see watch did you watch season three of Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. You know how it like I feel like that's what happens. That's what happened to the mullet. It just kind of disappears and dissolves and it's going to re-conglomerate and then yes. take over again. And here's the word for you. Ready? This is your future. Go ahead. Balayage. Balayage. Do you know balayage? No. We learned about balayage through Kali. Balayage through Andrea. And balayage is your future. I was sitting there talking to everybody at dinner one night, and the light was coming through in a particular way, and it just so happened to draw attention to several gray
1: hairs in Andrea's As you are frontal cortex. Want, by the way, you're going, you're going gray, too. I know. I know. And she likes like said, to point out gray hairs on everybody else, but- Well, all three of us are going gray. Yeah, uh, I'm okay. just
0: telling a story, all right? Go can ahead. I, can I finish my Balayage. story? Balayage. Balayage. So I'm talking to her, and she goes, are you staring at my gray hairs? I was like, no, no. Looking right in your eyes, you know. Kind of, and uh, she goes, "Well, Callie's going to give me balayage. Well, that's what Shayna got. Shayna got balayage. Well, Shayna's is Callie's
1: new favorite, by the way. Not you. She loved it. Sh- yeah, Shane She has a she has a more um, dignified palette. right? Like she has. I mean, it's easier to work with. You know, Shayna. Shana, That's and you, like having Shana, Shana, Shana come into the J C for glamour <laughs> shots. The guy's like, "Perfect. No. I know exactly what lighting, whatever." Paul, God bless you, but like, you know, she's the more photogenic one. I come in there, and they're like, "We'll do what we can." You and Shayna are both Jewish
0: Italian princesses, but Shayna, just she got some better genes. You know? She carries it better. Yeah, she carries it better. So, Balayage became the balayage. theme of the trip. And uh, after Andrea said that, Balayage was then used um, for basically everything. And uh, so I'm telling you, when the mullet gets to a certain length, balayage.
1: Well, here, uh, the the word of the trip uh, whenever I went out to see Blaha in Emporia, Kansas was, do you know there's a trick where you can pour shaving cream into a crock shoe? Um, and when you put your foot inside the crock, like it's... Oh, a crock. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So it just sort of explodes. <laughs> but like, I just made it into like... <laughs> like you got shaving cream in the crock you know like and it, we don't need to go any further but right, you know it does right. it does you know like that was balayage, the word, that was that's the word, the, the word of that the, was the trip the word of the trip shaving cream in the crock. Anywho, croc. yeah uh, since you are a doctorate and a, a doctor now and we you know we've Spend got an a, happy quiz show It is it's not quiz show but we are going to have a number of people present their questions oh, to you geez. and you're going to have, have to give rapid fire responses like I had to, in front of the Mines Catholic Student Center. All right. Your topic is asinine and petty, by the way. True. Here we go. So we are, uh, I'm, I'm with the Mines students. Uh, they had a freshman retreat. Uh, they asked me to come over and give a talk. I talked to them. And then they said, do you have any questions in regards to Mines Catholic programming, etc." And then they turn to me, and they start asking these questions. These, but, are the, or, these are the ore diggers? This is the
0: ore diggers. All right. And this Who is, crushed Metro in soccer on Sunday? I watched Elisa Dean. Did you? Yeah. 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 It happens. But Emma Peterson, shout out to her dad, Scott, who's a Scotch, or he's a maker's man and pro banter. And nice. If you start a conversation with that, you're in. Right. It's true. I'm pro banter. Hi, my name's Scott. I'm pro, right. banter. pro banter. That's right. Pro banter. You're in.
1: Sorry. Okay. Go ahead uh yeah yep so now that you are a doctor like you can be like me and i i'm just a lowly shepherd i sometimes have to take my you know ore diggers to the vet the doctor to get these kinds of answers you ready ready all right question one alien life and the possibility of uh salvation so if there is alien life uh how will they be saved that is a massive question. I think a C. this C. is rapid fire. Rapid fire. Doctor Oz.
0: Jesus Christ is the savior of the universe, mm-hmm. so redemption would happen through Christ. I'm thinking of uh, C.S. Lewis explores this in his space trilogy. Oh, right? Really, Ray talks about how wh- what is it like to go to a planet where the fall never happened, right? Where salvation wasn't necessary. But in terms of alien life, I don't know what that means. In terms of is it animal life, is right? It human life, yeah. Some kind of other species.
1: But I said either way, either way you have to be saved through the merits of Christ and the incarnation and if Christ became flesh and became man, then in some way other persons would have to be human like enough that you would say that there that, that the incarnation happened for them too. So, I told them I directed them to Dr. McLaughlin. Yeah. Sometimes as a doctor, you say that's not really my specialty. Doctor. You need to go doctor. Doctor doctor. 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 Doctor, did Brady send that? What movie was that? Uh, I don't know, but it was funny. Doctor? That's, that's that's Chevy that's, Chase, classic yeah, Brady. But that's the thing it, with Brady. Yeah, he just sends <laughs> these like random, you know, posts and everything. So, yeah. doctor, that one's yeah, well, you know, that one's kind of up your alley. But here you go. <clears throat> it's not up my alley. Yeah. If you get a relic of a heart, um, and somehow you were able to extract blood from that uh uh relic. And you transfused it into your body. um, Would you then become a relic? (laughs) (laughs) These questions are ridiculous. Welcome to mines. Welcome to the ore diggers. Yeah, this is, they're not, they're not asking the, like, honestly, this is what they're asking at CU Boulder. Okay, I'm with my girlfriend and like, I want to be able to go this far, but not that far. Like how far to that far can I get without getting that far? but still far. Why do they talk like that? That's the question. Uh, well, yeah. See you both. Uh, yeah. So, like, uh, could I, like... Uh,
0: there you go. That's more like... I,
1: like, snowboard and then, like, winter park when we're...
0: So, anyways. I biked through mines last week, and it was silent. Yeah. Engineers just backpacks, heads down, walking to their next lab.
1: I okay. I was like, where am I? Let's just, let's just reframe the you question. You would not
0: become... There's no You wouldn't substantially change because you infuse the tiny particle of,
1: of relic blood into your body. All right, all right, all right. So you don't become a relic, but the relic is inside of you, is what I would say. Let's say that Pierre Giorgio Fassati donated a kidney to you, <laughs> and uh, he became a saint, and uh, you die. Would that... Is it my kidney? Is it his kidney? It's his kidney. Yeah, but now it's in me. Is it my kidney or his kidney? That's a medical question. It's a medical question. I'm not a medical doctor but I mean, you're a doctor. People are going to come up and they're going to show you their wounds, their scabs, their lesions, their delicate parts. I thought this was a short topic. Can we just, you know? This I I handled all these questions in 15. What minutes. did you say on that one? Um, I said, I mean, in order in order for something to become a relic, you have to have faith. And uh the the person who died, say Pierre or Forsetti died, and that relic is and that Portion of the saint is now in you. I would say it's similar to the question of at the end of the age, whose wife will she be? Right. And it's like in the end, they're neither married nor given in marriage. That portion of himself, while, quote, divinized and, you know, radically like handed over to Christ, uh, we would not say that that is um, a relic in the same way. Now, if they returned it to his body, uh, then you could say that in some way it could be you know cut up as uh, as you know a first class relic, right? And relics are great. Um,
0: and Deacon Kevin, my my deacon in the parish house, he's got he's got relics to literally every saint. Um, I love it; it's a beautiful thing. We reverenced a first class relic of Saint John Paul II yesterday mm-hmm. after mass at the oh, seminary. Nice. It was beautiful, but we have to remember that for Aquinas, when the soul is separated from the body, mm-hmm. that's not the person, right? Yep, it's matter. It's matter. So yep. it, this is really the body of Frasati, but it's not this kind of like magical thing where I become Frasati, right? Right. And it's just that's just important right. to just kind of distinguish that. Yeah. Like this is part of his matter, yep. which would then be inside of me if I took his kidney and put it inside of me, which yeah. is just a weird consideration.
1: But remember, the odds are good. But But the the goods goods are are odd. odd. Okay. Right. Uh, Next question. Scattering of ashes and the cutting up of saints for relics. How are they related? Yeah. That's a good question. I think it's
0: all about the intention, right? Yeah. So what are you doing? You're trying to... It's about uh, what is my vision for what am I doing with this body? Am I dissolving it back into creation? Or is, is there the recognition of the sacredness of the
1: body right and we want to actually reverence it more deeply and we there's say a, there's that there's a loss of reverence yeah we don't just throw all the saints together and call it ambrosia salad right. ambrosia saint salad right. we actually say this is uniquely saint dominic right. or whatever this right. is uniquely saint in fact it's saint kind Francis. of it's kind of the exact opposite
0: where instead of just dissolving the body into this, you know dropping it down into the smallest possible thing and then releasing it back into creation we actually are, are doing we reverencing even the smallest pieces, you know.
1: Good news. You only have two more questions cuz uh, the other ones I don't really I don't I can't really read. Okay. Next question. <clears throat> when going to a buffet, do you have to pray with every new plate? <laughs> uh, nope one prayer. One prayer.
0: One prayer. What did you, you say?
1: <laughs> when you eat a larger meal, when you eat a larger meal and you have, say, salad, bread, um, appetizer, first course, etc., when do you pray? With the meat and potatoes. With the meat and potatoes, okay. One guy said, uh, if it's, uh, what is it? If it's, if it's simply bread, go ahead. If it's on a plate, bow your head and wait. That's good. I thought that was good. Sometimes was rhyming good. advice helps. <laughs> rhyming like advice? if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the seedy. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, I think I think again, it's like do we do we approach prayer in, with this kind of like magical thing, you know, where it's like right. oof, oofle dust comes down. You remember mm-hmm. Joe Digert playing Euchre? you would always put Uffel dust on the card. Yeah. Sometimes we treat grace and prayer like just we want Uffel dust on everything, and it's like that's not what we're doing, right? It's yeah. about taking this moment and this this gift and bringing it back to the Lord and asking His blessing upon it. So, yeah.
1: Um, Follow up question to that: <laughs> um, If you are eating leftovers. If you're eating leftovers from a meal that you prayed upon, yeah. you prayed over, do you have to pray again? Yeah,
0: you're praying at the meal because it's not magical oofle dust you're putting on the food. There's nothing magical. Exactly. <laughs> See what I mean? This is what people want to know. Uh, this is what mind students this want to know. This is what mind students offense. want to know.
1: Okay. But like, uh, yeah, I I, I said to uh Dalton once, uh, we were all we were all Dalton had this habit of starting to eat before we all sat down. And I wanted to eat cause I was fatter than him. And I was like, of course I want to sit and eat, but like we got to wait. So I said to Dalton once, why do we pray before we eat? And he said, quote, he's probably like seven years old. So we don't choke on our pagan food. <laughs> I said, God bless you, kid. Yeah, you are not far good. from the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, similar answer. I mean, I, I just, so you know, like, uh, we're, we're saying similar things. Um, I kind of said that you're you're praying because you're you're giving thanks to God that you have anything, right? And that you didn't you didn't provide this, right? Ultimately, it's God who is the source of all goodness, and out of His bounty, we have received these gifts, and so we give thanks to God that He's able He's allowed us to share in that today. I was really
0: grateful for the Bishop of Dodge City came to town, and my boy John Stang and uh, Austin Habash, two of my um, Habash! Habash, doesn't that sound like, have you ever read Count of Monte Cristo? No. When they go to the Isle of Monte Cristo, he gives them this habash. It's like, that's what, it's this kind of, they smoke this thing. Habash. And that's what I always think of when I hear that. It's not actually, it's like that. It's the hashish or the habash. But those guys, The bishop came, came, and the bishop did the blessing over the meal. And he prayed for, and this is very kind of Western Kansas. He just prayed for all those farmers and ranchers who brought this food to. And I was like, oh. I was like, "That's nice," because we just kind of think everything's kind of prepackaged, and you just show up in Chipotle. Boom! It's there. Well,
1: somebody from Highlands Ranch. <laughs> oh
0: that. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I haven't heard you pray like that. So yeah. Dave Goebbel Dave Goebel would be able the to hands give you out. a much would be a much better uh, uh, understanding well, right. of where. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm from Highlands Ranch. I'm not the son <laughs> of a wholesale meat distributor. That's true. You want to hear my recent Jewish joke? All right. This Jewish lady goes into a market and she says, I heard that, uh, that Schmeltings is selling lamb chops for six for $3 a pound. How much are you selling it for? And they said, $6 a pound. And she says, $6 a pound at Schmeltings. I can buy it for $3 a pound. And then the guy says, Well, if you can buy it for $3 a pound, why don't you go to Schmeltings? And she says, Schmel- Schmeltings is out of lamb chops. And he says, Well, if I was out of lamb chops, I'd tell you I'd sell them for
0: $250. Boom. But up. But up. I like it. Have you just embraced your twenty five percent Jewish now?
1: No, I found a website called uh, Old Jews Telling Jokes, Uh, and um, sometimes I uh, indulge in it before because I remember when you decided to
0: tell Jerry, our Jewish neighbor, that joke, and he didn't think that was very funny. Yeah, you
1: said nope. I we just move on. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. There's nothing wrong with this. Now, now now it looks suspicious. No, I I mean I said I said classic line. I said, hey, Jerry, remember, Jesus saves, Moses, Moses invests. invests. Yeah, and he did not like that. Nope, you're <laughs> not like that one. Nope, that's okay. all right. Uh, Lord, uh, uh, one of the last questions. Um, holy water, organic food. Uh, blessed. <laughs> Snow White and Apple. Would she have died? I think they were asking like if... If Snow White would have prayed over the apple before she ate it, would she have uh, survived? Again, my fundamental critique of mine's students is that they treat
0: grace like magic, right? Well, they're scientists. They kind of <laughs> see it as outside the realm. Yeah, that's true. No, I think she would have died.
1: She would have died. Yeah. That's right.
0: Snow White, sorry. I, that what was do the- you think? You think she would have died?
1: Well, I said anything would have magically no, it's become non poisonous There's a great story. There's a great story. True story. Why are we talking with accents? Of Saint now? Benedict and the Raven. I might be a little tipsy. Are you talking about not now you're getting into Trevor? I didn't say anything about Trevor you, you brought did. it up.
0: You got the you got the man crush of the century. Does Nick
1: does Nick know about that, by the way? We're allowed to see other people. <laughs> No, so St. Benedict and the Raven. So somehow St. Benedict, uh, his, his monks, fellow monks, were going were gonna to poison him. He went to go consume this chalice, and a raven kicked it over. I said, I don't know. These things happen. But uh, Snow White was not a practicing Catholic at the time, and she did not have uh, supernatural abilities. So that's it. Well said. You, honorary doctorate. I think you're here. I think you passed... Like, I mean, I would give you a bene probatus. Bene probatus. I would not say that you inspired faith in the mind students. Rather, I would say that at moments, you despised them (laughs) for their curiosity. Yeah, that is true. And uh, frankly, I appreciated their forthrightness, and I told them I would give them a shout-out. So to the Minds Catholic crew, to the Focus people, uh, to Josh Payment, to all the other people whose names I don't recall, to the Ole Miss... um, uh focus missionary whose name escapes me, Roll Tad.
0: Roll Tad.
1: My brother sent me a um a meme during my silent retreat, and one morning I was uh looking at the weather and it happened to show up. So um uh <laughs> Mike Mike sends me this Mike sends me this uh this meme that says <laughs> that says my cousin and I says that we no. My girlfriend told me that we can't we can't go out anymore, but we can still be cousins. Row tie.
0: <laughs> oh geez.
1: <laughs> Somebody's not gonna like that. So all right.
0: Um, so that's it. I'd like to give a couple shout outs. Are you good at that? Yep, I got, I'm gonna do a couple too. Um I you know, for those of you who are, you know, longtime listeners, you're probably disappointed to get a shout-out on this particular topic which had no content. Whatsoever, There was but some I good apologize. conversation in there So there I was in St. Peter's in line Walking into the Vatican And this priest turns to me And he says Are you Father John from the podcast? Now I'm not talking to anybody Because I'm standing there by myself I'm meeting my parents in sure. And this is Father Jamie Who I guess we gave a shout out to before And uh, he's in line And th- this is the crew in from The University of Edinburgh oh. And uh, I met Claire Who stayed with the Daltons You know Sean Dalton right? Claire Mountain. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I was just like, I can't believe this is just happening. So I met them. And then right after mass, I meet a guy named Dennis from Boston, same kind of thing. And then lastly, there was this great girl named um, Julia Mooney. And Julia, I meet her, we talk for a second. And then I'm sitting by the Pantheon. And here comes Julia lapping again. She's like, I can't find my family. I'm like, good luck. So I was like, Julia, I'm going to give you a shout out. Hope you found your family. But it was just great that people walk up to us in Rome. True. I don't know how they recognize us, I guess it's from Instagram. Oh rats! What do you think? Oh, I think I could find it. Because oh yeah, you know. Well, oh, that happened to me, and that happened at the at the uh, the Rio last week. Mike Tombley, I think that's how you pronounce your name. I'm sorry if I butchered it, but really? thanks thanks for the mark. He bought us an extra round. Nice, yeah. So I just it's great when people come up and talk to us. And Scott Peterson at the Mines game. Congrats to Emma, Elisa. Sorry, I love you, Deans. You're the best. It was extremely windy. It was like crazy. Wind. Was it Sunday? Yeah. Oh, that was the that was the apocalyptic. These I mean, girls winds. are trying to, they're trying to play into this wind as it's coming off
1: Lookout Mountain. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. So, but uh, I always appreciate meeting you guys. So thank so you I went for that. I went to do a funeral in uh, California, and I'm at St. Patrick's Seminary, feeling rather lonely because it was the first time I'd been there since Gronski had passed away, and I walk into the whatever house that is that you can um you can have a drink and have a cigar or whatever. Um and uh I walk in and I thought I'd be all by myself and I see a guy there. I was like, "Oh, sorry. Uh do you mind if I have a drink?" And he goes, "Yeah. Aren't you Father Nathan from the podcast?" And I was like, "Yes, I am. Would you like to drink with me?" And he did. And his name is John Paul Rabago. Rabago. That's that kid. Rabago. He recognized me immediately. I was like, "That kid You saved my my evening because I was literally depressed, extraordinarily depressed. Yeah, so the point is. I had tried to bury my sorrow in a chimichanga from El Grujense. Huge mistake. Which was delicious. (laughs) Oh, so good. I mean, honestly, California's got a lot of things wrong with it. Apparently, like street Mexican, no problem. El Grujense.
0: The uh, Goransky's final line to me before he died, he looked at me. And he said, why do American men like chimichangas? And I was like, um. and the reason was is Mike Rapp was in there before, and he was nervous, and he talked to him for an hour about chimichangas. So Gobel, of course, goes to St. Patrick's and isn't chimichanga. Right. It's very fitting. Fitting. For a man who, who is kind of hermeneutic to the universe, and reality is food. Food. It makes a lot of sense. Agreed. So th- shout out to all those people who acknowledge us in our lonely state, walking through California True. and Rome. Yeah, Appreciate it.
1: This is the last shout I want to give today. Okay, <clears throat> I was cleaning out. I was cleaning out that uh, that bag. <laughs> He's waving papers at me right now. Uh, I was cleaning out that bag from Olo, and this was from Olo because yeah. it was in a it was in a bag of all of our podcast equipment that he took out of his rectory when he came and moved here, and it was still in my rectory. I found this letter. Ready? Is that a staple on it? Yeah. Staple. Okay. June eighteenth, twenty fifteen. Dear Father Nepal and Father Goebel. This is Saint Nepal? Yep. Before I begin, please forgive my mixing of formal and informal. It is just my personality. I've been listening to your podcast since 2011. It was right around this time that a thirst to deepen the knowledge of my faith took place, so your podcast was a true godsend. I've learned a lot, have been entertained by the funny banter, and I've spread the podcast <laughs> to many friends and parishioners. I go to a young and vibrant parish in Chicago called St. Alphonsus Church. I am past Grand Knight of one of the youngest Knights of Columbus Councils in the Midwest there and have many friends in their young youth ministry and their young adult ministry as well. Myself and most of my Catholic brothers, knights, and friends are in their 20s and 30s. It is very inspiring and disarming to listen to a podcast with guys we can not only relate to, but that we also respect and admire for the religious knowledge and dedicated faith you both have. FYI, I love the constant 80s and 90s references and Father Gobel's awesome impromptu and topical singing performances. That is terrible. Go on. So he goes on, as a token of my appreciation, I have included it in this box. All I found was the letter. <laughs> Where's the box? All I found in the letter. As a token of my appreciation, I have included in this box. Salsa. Salsa. Two of my favorite <laughs> Chicago craft beers, Goose Island Bourbon County Stout and Barley Wine. They kind of blend your favorite loves of coffee, beer, and bourbon. I hope you enjoy them in a priestly, uh, fraternal way. By the way, they are quite strong. I'm sure you're overloaded with shout-out requests, but I won't bother with one for me. However, you inspired a good friend and a future Jesuit friend of mine, Brendan Gottschalt, novice of the Order of uh, Society of Jesus. So if you have time, please give him a shout-out. Blah, blah, blah. Great thanks for you. If ever in the Chicago area, know that my home is open to you, and then I have a crew of friends who throw some killer dinner parties just saying, Be well. Viva Jesus. Vince Menno. Vince Menno. Wait. I'm at I'm at Lori Brown's Lori Brown who is marrying Aaron Hui. Right. Hui, Right. Uh, from Chicago. At their rehearsal dinner. Have a great time. Have a great time at their uh, rehearsal. Go to the rehearsal dinner. There's not a single uh, there's not a single open spot at the at the table. At all the tables. The only spot is next to this dude. That I was like, he was one of the groomsmen, but he kind of seemed, like, too cool for school. But he was actually respectful, so it was kind of hard to get a read on him. Like, he was paying attention, but he was super cool. So, as you know, like, I immediately have a distrust distrust of people. Exactly. Sit down next to this guy who has this, you know, know, great personality. We start talking. Vince Menno. Menno. Vince Menno. And he says, I don't mean to be rude, but... I sent you a letter and some beer a long time ago, and I never got a shout-out. And I said, honestly, I don't remember a Goose Island bourbon stout. We would have remembered that. We would remember that. All right. Hang on. <laughs> look at this. Thanks, look at the letter. Look <laughs> at the letter. What is on that letter? I feel like Johnny Cochran. I feel like Johnny Cochran. What is on that letter right now? That looks like a beer stain. Looks like a beer stain. Oh, well. Hans Olo strikes again. Hans Olo. I can't can't say without a doubt I need to get a DNA test on this stain. But I tell you what. Like if I find out that there is any fluid from (laughs) Father Michael O'Loughlin mixed in between that barley bourbon stout, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. So Vince, you're a cool dude. Uh. I couldn't get a read on you. You're a sweet guy. So uh, Vince's best friend was Aaron Hui. He married my best friend Lori Brown. Now, uh, Lori Hui, um, and she is L K Hui, because her initials L K Hui. And uh, now, uh, I I think they're doing very well. Good. Let's just put it that way. Leave it at that. They're They're married and enjoying the fruits of marital life. Excellent. Wink. Very good. That's that's a that's a happy ending. That's a happy ending, Vince. Because I because I did what Father John would want me to do Which is clean out my garbage From the Hannibal Lecter room I found the first class re- uh, relic Or evidence Of someone's uh, reception Of a Goose Island barley stout So now we've gotten to the bottom of it Vince, you have a beautiful wife. Uh, I think you have a number of kids. She was pregnant whenever we were there. Oh, we had no. a great time. I hope to do one of those dinner parties at another time. That is. That's it, fantastic. folks. Fantastic,
0: we did it. A podcast about nothing. Just Father like
1: Doctor Nepple. Thank you for joining us. I am lowly Father uh, Attending Nurse. Someday you'll get Go. your STD, buddy. Someday. Someday. Maybe that's it. Maybe with Vince's help. Stuff podcast at gmail.com check us out on Facebook we're uh, back next week and uh, we'll see you then God bless